everybody. Welcome to episode number 27 of Hustling Sideways. I'm Alan Hallis. I'm a music writer. And I'm Jim Love, and I'm a keynote and motivational speaker. And, and this is Hustling Sideways. This, this is, is Hustling Sideways. I always like to imagine like the music actually going in my head when, when we start this. <laughs> and I'm like... Doo, 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 doo. Don't tell them that you don't hear the music when I we mean, start. I mean, every time I hear we the music when we start is is really... A good, I really mess up the behind-the-scenes things like often. It's don't totally I? fine. <laughs> like often, yeah. It's totally yeah, okay. No, it's all good. But it is... Uh, it's it. This is when you're listening to this. It's going to be Monday, I think, like February 27th. The 28th. Oh, I almost had it. Yeah. Damn it. It's okay. I had to write. I had to write down a list of when we drop and when we're dropping videos because mm-hmm. we have so much content. We have a lot now. of stuff, guys. Yeah, like like we have a lot of stuff. Did and you guys see that video last week? Wasn't it great? It was I great. saw it. Yeah, it was I, amazing. The one guy was a little iffy, but, the, but everything else was good. But yeah, yeah, one of the two of us was really. Yeah, not, I'm not going to point your fingers, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you I couldn't it was, see where I was pointing. Yeah. No. Anyway, well, I actually have a funny <laughs> story. So, um, this is episode 27. Yep. Which means I've been here 27 times yeah in this drive so i don't live that far from alan i'm probably like 15 or 20 minutes roughly in or, milwaukee give, you can get give or take 15 traffic minutes yeah but i am so bad at directions and so like not confident in my direction abilities that i actually have my maps on every time i come here thinking i'm gonna i'm gonna miss the final turn like right before the gas station oh it's yeah it's like it's a psychological thing but today was the first time i didn't turn them on and it's been 27 <laughs> times of coming to the same spot 20 minutes away from my house and Dude, I've you were just here like a few days ago. <laughs> one, I know I'm yeah. It's I like, I, I pulled up and I laughed. I'm like, wow, I really suck at directions, <laughs> but I guess, guess who got here safely and uh, didn't make a wrong turn and didn't even have their directions on this guy. There you go. Look so at that. That's a, and if for all y'all that are not going to direct, all it took I'm was a you. year of doing this show. <laughs> Actually even over a year, but yeah, yeah yes, yes. I, I mean, it's, I'm like, this is like me being very vulnerable that to I, be fair. <laughs> There, a lot of these houses look very similar right next to mine. I don't even. No, I've pulled into the wrong driveway. Oh, I thought you were rationalizing mine, but you've pulled in the wrong driveway. At least twice. I've pulled into the wrong driveway. One time was with the, with the moving truck when we were first moving in. Oh, okay. So round one of being Didn't even realize what house we bought. Okay. Second time, I just completely just (laughs) total, like went on autopilot. And then I realized I'm not in the right driveway and I had to get next door. Alan, one in the house, one in the shower, but this doesn't look like my shampoo. What is going on here? It was when they had the wrong shampoo. That's when it threw me (laughs) off. That was the indicator. Yeah. Not head and shoulders, not mine. That's what everything else. I was born to say that. Anyway, uh, welcome. (laughs) Welcome to 27. I told Alan I had a funny story about driving here. He's like, did you miss a turn? I was like, not really, but good guess. Yeah. So here we are. It was actually even worse than that. (laughs) Now now you're here. You're part of the family. And Uh speaking of, that's a great way (gasps) to to introduce our guest for this week. One hell of a segue. So we have a very special guest today. He is my friend first, uh, which is kind of cute when you're going to hear the second part, and my cousin second. Uh, His name is John Seabach, and John is a senior tax consultant at insert company name here because I don't remember what he said to be totally honest, but we also don't have to mention company names. And then he's on on the side, John buys and sells Pokemon cards. So we're going to get into that, find out a little bit more. But John, welcome to Hustling Sideways. Hey guys, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Do you like your applause button that hasn't been put in yet? One of these days, I'm, I'm really going to buy one. <laughs> You're still, yeah. We just need to get sponsored. So oh, shout out go. to all the people that haven't sponsored us yet. But John, welcome. Happy to have you uh, and excited to hear about this this venture that you've taken on in addition to your 
daily work. So let's start off with the nuts and bolts of the Love slash McKeever family, which is where John and I come <laughs> from. John, tell us about uh, yours and I guess, I mean, mine, you know, pseudo uh, upbringing, where you're from, uh, and a little bit about your family and your background. Yeah. How'd you meet Jim? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. So I'm from the South side of Chicago, like Jim. Uh, <laughs> we grew up uh, in a relatively over overdone close family okay (laughs) basically we're all basically treated as siblings our whole entire lives um so i've i've known jim for a very long time um and then i uh i attended catholic uh grammar school catholic high school like jim i did not go to marquette like these two i went to illinois state university okay that works awesome well that's a good school and i did visit you while you were there and had, yeah, had a grand old time. Weekend. It was a fun time. Yes, I I forgot what the the age was for going to bars, so we just walked around to house parties, and it was it. Twenty five year old me was like, "This is fun again." I'm simpler times, simpler times indeed. Yeah. It was great. So, um, so John, so you obviously grew up in this like how you said overdone close family because that is like in, total in, wildly spot Chicago, on. Yeah, wildly Irish spot family. on. But when you uh, tell your friends about it, it's just they don't they don't get it. They really don't. They really don't. <laughs> Our family comes up here for Irish Fest every year, and it's like a whole thing. John's been here several times, and we take over like two big benches and they stay there for eight hours oh 10 my hours God. and it's really fun it's really fun huh. i'll say that we've gotten free tickets in the past from nice. the company you and i used to work with and it was a gift so that was that that was great but anyway okay uh, so Southside chicago irish catholic family you know the drill um and so i know you uh you're, you're in obviously you know accounting te- tax consultant how, how did you get into that you know was that did you pick you know what was your major and did you always know that you wanted to go into that field of work essentially um, yeah, so while I was at school, I uh, studied for just the basics of uh, business. I got a degree in business administration because I wasn't too sure what I wanted to really get into. Um, what I thought I wanted to get into was the hotel industry. And after uh, getting out of college, I actually got a job over at the Hyatt uh, downtown Chicago. And I worked there for a while. Uh, I eventually got promoted from the front desk over into a more of a revenue um, role. And I I ended up just really not not enjoying it as much as I thought I would. So I was kind of lost. Uh, I didn't know what I really wanted to do. And I was playing, uh, it's funny, I was, I was playing poker with a couple of my uh, dad's friends uh, in our poker league. And one of the guys there offered me uh, to help me get a job over at this tax firm. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't really too much about it, but uh, it's been, almost four or five years since then. And I've, I've really started to really enjoy that. And I, I actually really like what I do now. So nice. awesome. I just didn't know at first, but figured it out along the way. Yeah, it is. I like like two things. First of all, at, like if you were still in the hotel industry, you would have had a heck of a last, you know, two, two yes. years. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. And I, I know coming from the staffing world here, um, I mean, my goodness, those places staying afloat was difficult. But it is funny, you t- you know, we talk about the the power of networking and connections quite often. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's how you got your, your career. I mean, you know, it's, it's sitting down, chatting with someone and them offering to help. And, uh, it, it's, it's amazing what happens when you put yourself just in a situation to, to just chat with someone. Yeah. And, and a chance event, you know, exactly. basically, Hey, I'm here for a poker game and then <laughs> things led to, yeah. you know, to yeah. your job, which is awesome. It's awesome. Definitely did not expect it. So yeah, it ended up working out really well. Yeah. Um, and so now, I mean, you've got the, the business going, 
but I also I am very excited to talk Pokemon cards with you. Uh, <laughs> yes. When did you get your start? Because I I believe that Jim and I are both of the age where we are. Yes. You know, original first huge run of Pokemon in the United States. Trading cards in the third grade in the bathroom. At oh school. yeah, I remember that shit, and it was fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah, Fantastic. definitely. There was that. Uh, I never knew how to play the game as a kid. <laughs> I still, I would never know. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was looking at the cards and trading them and feeling cool about it. And but, I just remember all that hysteria and all of the nostalgia of like <laughs> the original Pokemon run um, is, is now coming back to me in floods. So, uh, how did you get your start? How did you get involved with Pokemon? Well, well, like you guys, I uh, also was of the age where the Pokemon was. Uh, just starting to come out. I, I played all the games when I was younger up until the third generation. And then I kind of lost interest. Um, but uh, for the cards, I mean, uh, we had them ever since we were growing up. We would, uh, we, I still don't know how to actually play the game either. So. Okay. <laughs> um, Perfect. But uh, so how I got back into it was over the pandemic, uh, a, a lot of businesses were slowing down. Everything was slow. You can't really leave the house. So I eventually just started talking with my parents to see if we had any of our old cards going around uh, in our house or, and then I also spoke with my aunt to see if she still had some of hers um, because I had seen uh, articles online of uh, the prices just skyrocketing mm -hmm. and being so obsessed with them all of a sudden. So I eventually got my hands on uh, my old collection as well as my aunt's and I ended up starting to sell those and making like good money. Uh, so it ended up really working out. Yeah, definitely. I had a very similar th thing happen. Uh, cause I too was watching the price of just cards in general, go up sports cards, uh, Pokemon cards, collectibles, all sorts of things. Um, so I ran to my parents' house and literally it took me like two or three visits there to actually find them. But I would just <laughs> go upstairs and like kind of dig around. And I was like, I know I have these binders somewhere found it up in like an attic up of in a crawl space yeah uh because i saw this article that a a holographic charizard was like found that, which is like an yes. insane amazing card yeah yeah it's got an insane price and i knew when i was in the third grade that troy thompson wanted to pay me three hundred dollars for it at the time <laughs> troy, and i said no if, if you're listening troy shout out to you yeah i said no and i he like repeatedly asked me <laughs> for it and it's, it, again, just ingrained in my memory. So I was like, I got to find this card because I think I have it. Uh, it turns out I did not have the rare shadowless version of it. Mm -hmm. That is like yeah. the Nobody insane. Nobody ever does. Nobody yeah. does. Nobody does. I but will I, say. That I did have the holographic one. Yes. It has like a yes. little yes. first edition. So my, my greatest, and I want to get back to a question to, for, with you, John, when you started this. But my, my greatest Christmas I ever had was actually third grade. And my parents bought 10 like individual packs of cards, which yeah. I think came in tens and they were relatively expensive. Like they, right. they were, it was essentially the only gift I got. Like they were like, there better be, you know, I was so obsessed And the last card of the last 10 was Charizard. And I will never forget. Like I the was reaction. so disappointed, right. Going through them. I'm like, these stink, you know, whatever, whatever I was saying when I was nine, I was like, I don't yeah. like this. I don't like this. And the last ones. And I, I actually cried. Like, I remember, oh, no. I, like, like in a way, you know, like, like teared up. This is just so great. I mean, it was awesome. But that, <laughs> that, that sparkly, whatever, you know, Charizard was uh, and, I, and, and having it in my hands at that moment, I'm like having the flashback right now. Yeah. Like, that moment in my living room. But, but John, so like for, for you, like, so was it just your own research that you found that these were, 
popping up or, or like was it like did you have, did you have to seek it out or did you see it like on a page somewhere where all of a sudden these cards are going up because that it sounds like just a sort of a chance like oh i guess this is happening and i'm gonna get into it but did, did you have to do did it take a little while or do you were like okay this is something i could actually get into well i don't think it really took too long once i got going um i i didn't i did actually seek it out um the uh my aunt because my my parents actually ended up getting rid of most of my pokemon cards and they only had uh sports cards and i could not figure out the market for sports but then they were telling me my aunt had a lot of pokemon and so i actually uh went out to lunch with my mom to the restaurant that she works at and we ended up just chatting and i told her i i think there's a significant amount of money that she's sitting on and there's no real point in waiting so mm -hmm. We, we ended up working out a little bit of a deal and I uh, went over and went through all of her cards and uh, it's, it's been about a year now and I would say I'm about 60% through all of the oh, cards that she wow. gave me, 70%. Yeah. Uh, percent. And I'm still working my way down and uh, yeah, so I guess that's how I would answer. That's great. What was the feeling like when you like sold like made like made money off the first one. We were like, whoa! Like, did you think it was gonna happen right away, or like, cause that you know, if, if I'm like taking pictures and putting them, I'm like, ah, oh, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. But like that that feeling of oh, it's sold, and like yeah. now I'm I'm now in you're business. In it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think uh, my first actual oh wow moment was going through the collection and seeing a bunch of first edition cards mm -hmm. and seeing like that there's actually expensive on there. So I, I didn't I didn't end up selling those right away, but. I ended up selling some of the lower end and seeing the money just kind of mm -hmm. come in. First it was a hundred, then it was like 500 and then seeing thousands at some point, it was, it was just like, wow, I, I think I could keep going with this. It's, it's shocking that people are paying this much money for it. <laughs> yeah. Really working out. That is amazing because when I was looking up cards and things like that, obviously like the majority of us probably have cards that are not worth anything. Really. Right. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Most of mine, I would have. I was, I was trying to find, you know, to see what's worth mm -hmm. money out there. And I was going through eBay and what I would do is go to eBay and I would look up the sold items and see how much, you know, whatever card you have, uh, yeah. first edition mm -hmm. Pikachu, whatever, and find out what the sold ones were and see like kind of roughly what the, the estimate was. Um, and I was amazed that people were paying like hundreds of dollars for cards to, like to complete their collection or That's because wild. they just literally were rare. Cause, and I think they only get rare cause most people have probably thrown a lot of cards say, out. You I know, could, I, we had a whole scrapbook and my parents tossed them. I mean, like when oh, we moved out and yeah, now I think about, you know, that's <laughs> the money that could be. Yeah. I, let's talk yeah. about something else. No, I, it was, <laughs> uh, it's just wild. And I, I can imagine how many people are similar to that. And yeah. I never would have thought that something like a pandemic would, I'm assuming that's what led to, you know, to this really being a craze and um, taking advantage of something like that is, is wild. So like, John, do you, do, you have, do you have like a network of people that, friends, I guess, and family that, that, you know, work with you and, and, you know, ask you to sell on their behalf or, you know, like, I'm assuming you, you know, cut like a percentage deal or something like that with those people. And, uh, have you made it like pretty public that you do that? Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I, I've done about five to seven, uh, different deals with, uh, family friends and family, uh, the cards that they have and that they make available. Um, I usually go over to their house, see what they have. And then if, if it's worth a significant amount, I'd, I'd probably work a deal because I don't really want to pay everything up front. Mm -hmm. uh, but if they have, let's say, under 1000 I usually just try to pay them off and uh, get them a certain amount. And uh, I ended up just, I end up selling on their, uh, I end up selling for myself at that point. Yeah. 
Um, one of the things with, with any kind of side hustle that, especially something that becomes a little more niche like this, uh, I always wonder what the justification process is like, or the rationalization process is when you try to convince somebody like what you're doing, how was the, what was the reactions when you were telling people like, Hey, um, I really want to look at your Pokemon cards <laughs> in 2021 and 2020 because you know, it's past well i would say past its prime but i know that there is an avid community of pokemon people out there um but yeah what was the initial you know kind of reactions that you have to deal with when people say hey uh i have some pokemon cards available if you want to look at them usually wait till you're like four beers deep and then maybe right 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 um well well as you can imagine, uh, everybody thought I was super cool and very popular. <laughs> bring this up. No, I actually, I got a lot of eye rolls and people like, oh, that's weird. Um, but I think it was more of like, they just didn't understand what was going on um, with how the pandemic was working. Uh, I think people had a lot of extra money laying around and they wanted to spend it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's how the card prices shot up. And I, I think a lot of my friends and family didn't really understand what was going on with the market. And I, I happened to see it and uh, yeah, I just, I try to take full advantage of it. Um, yeah. Th- I was met with a bunch of light criticism to heavy criticism. <laughs> yes. Do you, f- you feel like you've learned a lot doing this? I mean, you know, I'm, like to, to kind of venture into your own sort of business in a way, um, you know, do, I, I, like I have to imagine that there's been like some, so some lessons or, or, you know, different, like, like maybe you made a mistake selling one for, for too little or, or didn't go after one that, that was at the right price or anything like that, that you've kind of taken like, okay, now I, I feel like I have a strategy in all this rather than just looking at car. I mean, you mentioned you look at cards, you know, which ones are going to be good. And like, you know, does that, is that kind of a cool process and um, to ha- have some of those lessons to take away? So I, I think learning is just overall pretty cool. Um, learning any like sort of skill, um, in, in specific like situations, I have learned lessons on what not to do and what to do. In the beginning, I didn't realize uh, what the prices were for some of the cards. So I might have accidentally uh, let go some more like rarer ones and uh, by accident without knowing. Mm-hmm. Like so, uh, certain errors and certain different sets like that are a lot more expensive than others. But in the beginning, I thought, Oh wow, they're all the same. Let's just—they're the same card. Let's get rid of them. Yeah. Uh, I did work on only the the more expensive ones. Um, I also learned uh, if you don't do track shipping, uh, people will come after you and say you did not actually send it when you <sighs> did. And uh, PayPal will always side with them. So uh, <laughs> you have to make sure you're getting the money up front, and uh, PayPal can't hold on to it. Um, I actually got in a little bit of trouble with the the Facebook uh, Pokemon Marketplace community uh, for sending cards without ship like shipping information, and the person said I never sent it, and I got in large arguments over that uh, over Thanksgiving weekend. So wow. that was a lot of fun. Wow. Yeah. Now I have to say I did have one or two that I sold on eBay, and uh, I had something kind of similar happen where. Not the track shipping part of it, but somebody, they saw the pictures of it clearly. Mm-hmm. And I, I sent it to them, you know, in a as protected as I could. There's literally like plastic little like acrylic case holders for cards. And I sent it in that. Um, and it comes back and they said, hey, there's uh, there's one little wrinkle on this. Or like, there's one little like crease on this that I didn't see in your pictures. Like, would you, could we do like a full refund on it? 
oh like, absolutely not. No, no, no like, no you know, I don't know. I mean, so that it, that brings me to another little aspect of this is the community part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, how, you know, what is that Facebook group like? Because that has to be some people that are very particular about oh, yeah. what uh, what they're buying. Right. Um, well, I, I would also say I'm pretty particular about what I buy as well. Mm-hmm. To try and flip a profit, you always have to make sure the condition is there. Um, I try to avoid the eBay buying and selling because of that. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't need enough pictures. But on Facebook, you can keep requesting more and more uh, to a certain extent without trying to be annoying. Um, the community is pretty big, actually. I, I think the largest Pokemon group that I'm in right now has around 80,000 people in it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's huge. So, yeah. yeah, it's 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 rather large. And um, it, it depends on what you post. You have to try and get people's attention. Uh, even though there's 80,000 people, it, the, that sometimes is a negative thing where there's too many people trying to get mm-hmm. people's attention. So you have to do some stuff to stand out. Uh, make your post a little bit uh, bigger and uh, try to try to make it more seen and visible. So that's something that I've been working on and it's gotten a lot easier. I just put a lot of emojis in there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like you have to kind of there's a, a marketing aspect to yeah, it, too, when right. you have that big of competition, really. Yeah, uh, it's right. like your, your own brand almost of like, like, you know, this is this is the way I put out posts on this group. So is is the majority of your buying and selling through Facebook. And I was, I was assuming it was eBay this, this whole time. So is it, is yeah, it... no, I, I would say 100% of my uh, sales are all through Facebook and uh, uh, payment through PayPal or Venmo. Oh, wow. okay. Okay. Yeah. There you go. It works. Yeah. And that, um, you know, do people ever question the, like the legitimate, like I use PayPal for business, but do people ever question the legitimacy of like what's going on? Cause I know that PayPal kind of, falls into that where people think that mm-hmm. it's a scam or they think or whatever um well yeah yeah so just really quick uh are the facebook groups that i'm in uh mandate that you have to do sales only through paypal because that was how uh you can uh for the buyer you can get uh, your goods and services the gns uh payments so that they're secured so paypal will take a little bit of a cut uh, and if the buyer doesn't receive the item, they can file a dispute and they can get their money back, obviously. Wow. I, I would say, yeah. Interesting. What's, what's the most you've ever spent on, on a Pokemon card? Like, on one, and no shame. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, no shame yeah, whatsoever. 100%. I'm just totally, fully curious. Yeah. So I, I've spent $500 on one time. That's okay. That's, good. that's actually less than what I thought it was going to be. Do you well, know? I've sold, yeah, I've what sold card higher cards. Yeah, I think the highest that I've ever sold was seventeen hundred. Wow, that's awesome. What yeah. was the rea- What was the card that you sold for seventeen hundred? Tell me yeah, that was that's Charizard. not Charizard. That would go for it, money it, more. <laughs> it was not Charizard. It was actually a Gold Star uh, Torchic that I uh, sent to be authenticated through PSA grading services. Mm-hmm. Came back as a grade eight. But that's one of the rare cards, so somebody really wanted it. I think yeah. it's less now, so I'm glad I got rid of it. <laughs> what, what? Yeah, what's that process like to kind of uh, get something authenticated? Like, is there somebody you're in Chicago? Is there somebody there that you could just take it to them, or do you have to actually mail your card away? Yeah, I, I have to bring them over to the UPS store, and I, I'll ship them over to uh, a company that's in California. I'll uh, pay the fee online and uh then they'll send them back and it's it's usually right now it's taking about a year to return so kind of stinks oh my so, god that is yeah 
Oh. Yeah, other grading services are popping up right now, but that's the most legit one right now. I think there's going to be a lot more competition in the future. I think oh, I think God. our next pod will be on the person who who expedited this process. Right, <laughs> that's insane. You got oh my gosh, a year that has waiting to complicate time. so many things. If you, yeah, I mean, yeah, it gracious. definitely didn't help the people who were uh, just getting in right after yeah. the big who are still waiting on their cards to be uh, returned. Yeah. Yeah, because I have a few that, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, they might be worth something. And mm-hmm. they were all kept in a really nice binder for the most part, not the bag of them that I found today. Oh, I was like, I did the ones I just saw? There yeah. might be a binder behind you. I don't know what's in those cards. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I've i kept them all very well, like, you know, in order because they haven't yeah. moved since probably mm-hmm. 2001, 2002, let's say at the latest. Yeah. Um, But I don't know if I could – I don't know if I would have the patience to wait a year and a, certainly with, you know, all of the shipping nightmares going mm-hmm. on in the world right now that, you know, something doesn't get lost. Is there any way that you can track that sort of thing down and, and know that your card is for sure, like in the grading place? <laughs> yeah. So when it arrives, they do do a notification saying it's arrived. Um, the first time I sent, uh, it said that it arrived. And then a couple months later, it still said it arrived. And then, uh, a, a month or two after that, it finally said uh, that they're beginning to work on it. And once the, once you get that, they're beginning to work on it notification. That's when you could probably say it's going to be done in about a month. Oh, wow. wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it's a crazy process right now. And again, I think uh, it was a lot easier before the big boom uh, with COVID. Mm-hmm. Right after COVID hit, everybody wanted to find their cards, see what they're worth find the expensive ones and try to make more money off of it. So they tried to authenticate it. So they had a big backlog. Well, so what would be, what would be like the, the rarest card? Like, like, Oh, a, you guys aren't wrong. It would be the, the first it would be Charizard. Yeah. Charizard. And how much do you think that would cost? Uh, my, my friend, Logan Paul, uh, just bought <laughs> $150,000. Oh my God. Did you see yeah. your, your friend, Logan Paul. <laughs> Logan Paul has done so much for the Pokemon community. Has he is, really? he is he's made a lot of people a lot of money okay well fair enough i mean i i obviously i have my own thoughts on that kid but if he's done a lot for the community i'll i'll take it i'll take it yeah exactly <laughs> that's cool that's it well okay so we were totally so oh gosh now Imagine, i'm even more mad at myself that charizard was in the thing that my parents threw out you didn't have that one you I did probably not have that one. <laughs> oh oh i'm thinking it was just the one that i had generally as charizard no 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 it's like a one in a million so i like how you both knew that like i'm the idiot well right? i've looked I, up I this card just sold one of those. <laughs> it, I, I just sold one of those charizards for about oh. 80 dollars so oh. that's probably what you're looking at right now you cut out for just a second there for how much uh, for 180. Hey, so, I can still make 180 bucks on this absolutely. thing. There we go. Yes. I still have it. Absolutely. You lost the 300 though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, like okay. I only know that because of the article that I saw where somebody had bought one. Probably when Logan Paul bought one. That was probably it. Yeah. But yeah. that's an insane high number. And what you know was baffling to me was when I first started looking them up. Like, okay, I thought maybe that one, you know, is like the one, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like there's going to be one card that, you know, they made 20 of them and now they're worth, you know, crazy amounts of money like that. Yeah. There's a lot of the, like, I don't remember all 150 original Pokemon. I'll be say, honest. Name them right now. <laughs> 151. Come on. That's oh. right. I do have, uh, I do have a, a Mew card somewhere from the Pokemon movie. Uh, I have about nice. eight of them that I forgot I, about the Pokemon movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I they, saw that in theaters too. Yeah, I that's where I got the card. There it is. Um 
I forgot that like all 151. I don't know all of them, and I still will <laughs> never know probably all of them anymore. There's new ones. I know that. Um, but like some of the obscure ones are the ones that are worth money too, mm-hmm. because of things like like you were saying before uh, about how there's you know certain models and certain packs and certain like if yeah. there's no shadow on the back of the the card, uh, all of that stuff plays into a factor how much time do you think you have to spend you know researching some of that stuff uh more uh in the beginning i was spending a lot of time uh i'm not too sure if i can put an exact number on it right now i feel like i i have most of my knowledge down i still when i'm doing uh sales uh once a week i still have to look up pricing to make sure that i'm current so i, I would probably say that i'm spending around five to ten hours a week uh maybe on just the pricing and setting up the posts mm-hmm. and then, uh, answering messages after that, that that's nonstop. I try to answer as many throughout the day. So yeah, really a number on that. Oh my God. I can't even imagine yeah, because I've sold just anything on Facebook and gotten, you know, Oh yeah. I sold a dresser once and I woke up to literally like, is this still available? Messages. Yeah. yeah. Oh <laughs> my gosh. It was overwhelming. I almost like didn't want to sell it anymore. Right. <laughs> what do right. I do? Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> do you ever have people that just completely are don't know what they're doing and they just take you for a ride? Because like looking at uh, today when I saw the that box of cards, I looked at the one holographic one I found in the thing, looked it up on eBay, and I saw a bunch of people saying, "Yeah, this is super rare. Yeah, this is crazy." Like, and I saw one that like apparently sold for ten thousand dollars of that card, <laughs> and I was like, "I'm pretty sure that that's wrong because all the other ones are like three bucks, four bucks, whatever." <laughs> Do you ever have people that are just absolutely out there just trying to like really convince you that they've got something that you know is worth nothing? Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's mostly the people who try to tell you you have nothing mm. and uh, you should sell it to them. That, mm. That's how this whole thing works. It's it's people are people are trying to prey on the the ones who don't know yet. So it's mostly that way. Um, yeah. I know when I was first starting. Uh, I showed the entire collection that I had. Um, and I had a guy reach out and he'd said, I will give you $10,000 for everything right now. And it, it was, it was more than that. So, but I didn't know at the time. So I, I, I did consider it. Yeah. But was... after a little bit of time and research again, I, I realized what was going on and I cut off communications there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's a, a daunting amount of money oh, to yeah. walk away it's from. Hard. But Yeah, no doubt. You know, I think this is a lesson in perseverance. Anything <laughs> More than anything is, you know, it, we talk sometimes about things, you know, to make the quick buck mm-hmm. as, if, as opposed to creating something a little bit more uh, important or lasting. This is like literally the quick money is in your face. Yeah. And you having to say no to that. Like it's got to be pole. so hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's tough. And I mean, yeah, like, you know, you have something of value. So it's, it's, you know, it's important to hold on to it and know that you're going to get, you know, what it's worth. I mean, I think about like the conclusion or not conclusion, the analogy I can draw, you know, if I, if I want to go speak somewhere and I know what I have as a value and I'm getting like nothing from it, I'm like, I have to, I have to value myself more, you know, right. Like, like I'm, 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 you know, I wrote something and I have to travel there. You know, this is, this is going to cost something. So yeah. it's in like, well, you know, like this is a good opportunity. I'm like, yeah, I know. But also like, I, I still have value attached to me, you yeah. know, which is, which, which is important. I'm sure you get that. I mean, in your, in your work too, you know, by people that want you to just come out and do something. It's like, this oh, is, of course, this is value. Like I'm providing yes. you with something great that I've worked really hard for. Yeah, definitely. I get that all the time where yeah. people want to 
book shows for or want us to book shows for mm-hmm. you know no money and <laughs> or promote their stuff for for free and yeah it's a whole yeah it's a whole separate hey, thing John, do, do you feel like you've gathered like a like i know this is kind of a hobby like are you becoming passionate about doing this or how, how would you like define you know i know it's like kind of a side hustle but do you, do you feel like it's something like yeah i just like enjoy doing it or like i'm really getting into this and in 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 you know in in like thoroughly enjoying this process and learning I, I don't think I would be doing it for as long as I've been doing it for over a year at this point if mm-hmm. I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. So I do enjoy coming up into my office um, and just going through the cards, seeing if anything catches my eye that I can try and sell, get product and sell. So it, it doesn't seem right now that I would be able to do it full time, mm-hmm. but I really enjoy what I'm doing on the side. Yeah, I was actually that was going to be one of my next questions is Mm -hmm. where you see it going. But now it actually you also give me another thought (laughs) of, um, you know, is it is a little bit kind of like a stress relief thing too to do it? Because, you know, you're in the tax world and it is tax season. And and I'm sure that is. Yes, it is a (laughs) hectic time to to have your job. Is there a little bit of comfort in being able to say, you know what? All right. I can sit down for an hour and just think Pokemon for a little, you know, a little bit. Yeah, because the, the cash is all up front. Again, uh, we were saying that in the beginning. Um, so the cash being all up front and being able to sell whenever I feel like it, make a couple bucks here and there, it's definitely a big stress relief for going out on weekends or planning trips and stuff like that. Um, it, it does take a little bit more than the hour, but yeah, no, I, I enjoy doing it. So I don't mind uh, taking the time to do it. Do, do you anticipate this market will will stay, you know, lucrative for a long time, or do you think there would be like a level off, or I, you know, I'm, do you for, like foresee this, you know, maybe like in the next year being like, okay, this might come back to earth, or do you think it'll stay like this for a long time? It's it is starting to come back down. So uh, the prices from where it when it peaked, uh, it's certainly not there anymore. Um, it, I would say it's around eighty to ninety percent of what it was. Mm-hmm. See it either going back up or going like back to pre-pandemic. Um, it's it's so crazy right now. It's just gotta maintain um, popularity, and I, I think the games are coming out. And what I always think is, uh, what I've said from the beginning is, uh, people want as we're getting older, people want to try and relive their youth as much as possible, mm-hmm. and brought a lot of fun memories to them. So that's that's my rationale for thinking that it possibly will be going up. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I don't know for sure. Uh, so we'll we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah. And I I guess my my most important question. Uh, you know, this is this is a little a little tough. But who who would you say is like your best looking cousin? Like if you <laughs> if you had to pick one, I mean, just like just on, on a whim. You know, if you were just like this is probably the one I'd pick. Like who would you say? Just curious. Uh, well, your brother Jack is a really good looking guy. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for coming on the pod, John. It was nice to have you and get the heck out. <laughs> but for real, um, <laughs> thank you for for uh, yes. discussing this. Uh, a market that, you know, I'm sure 
oh, there's going to be people that listen to this and they're going to go run for their Pokemon card. Absolutely. I think Myself I'm, included. I'm looking at yeah. one right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. going to go back and look at that binder again for sure and see what I can <laughs> do. Alan, you got to send me some pictures of it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, I'll, I'll connect you guys together and um, we'll get to, that would be great. We'll, we'll get it going. Look at this. That Charizard's still available. That Charizard's out there. It's, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's $200 now because it was the one as mentioned on Hustling That's Sideways. That's true. That, that yeah. does <laughs> increase yeah. its value. I've heard. I've read it in a book. Yep. Once. Yep. It's great. But, uh, no, but seriously, John, thank you for coming on and um, this was, I learned a lot. It was fascinating and it's cool to hear that this is, you know, kind of become something you really enjoy and, uh, and, and obviously, you know, make some money off of, and it's a, that's a side hustle and you're keeping it rocking. So keep, keep going. I hope this business stays, you know, fun for you and you're able to continue finding joy out of it. Um, really quickly, if they want to, if somebody's mm-hmm. got a, a question about a Pokemon card or they want to be one of the many people messaging you to buy a Pokemon card, <laughs> uh, where's the best place to go ahead and do that? Uh, you could probably reach me easiest at uh, at J O H N N Y S E B O K on Twitter, Johnny Seabock. Okay, perfect. perfect. There we go. We jinx. We said that. Yep. Yeah. Now, by rule, you owe me a Coke. I Good think point. that's how that works. Right, um, you do that. Well, in the meantime, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, if you if you uh, want to subscribe to it, I forgot what I was saying here. <laughs> If you want to subscribe to this podcast, uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Uh, and you can you can download it and subscribe it or whatever the kids do uh, on every podcast. The service. podcast slaps. Oh, yeah, yes. I know. Podcast slaps. <laughs> the dog is clawing at the door right Our now. Our executive producer <laughs> is trying to get in here, yes. Uh, you can also find Hustling Sideways on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're all over the place. If you've got a side hustle of your own, we want to talk to you too. So that's uh, an email you can send over to hustling sideways at gmail.com. Uh, Jim, we got to get out of here because the dog Dog's is ready to, to run into this office full speed. So, uh, yeah, John, thank you so much thank for, you. for doing the, uh, the podcast with us and Jim. Oh, well, we thank each other for being here too. Oh yeah. Th- yeah. Thank you for thank being here. Thank you for not making the wrong thank turn. You. Thank you. And for not putting my maps on and keep on hustling. Yes,